think the question we should be asking is how do I make the ROI and how do I actually ascend in the field of physical therapy or in the field of dietetics and nutrition or in the field of occupational therapy? Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets Podcast, where I'm going to be bringing you on my personal journey to attaining wealth and fulfillment in the most important areas of my life. I want to teach you everything I know so that you can make the rest of your life the best of your life. Make sure you like and subscribe. Now onto the show. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets Podcast. I am your host, Greg Todd. Today, we are going to discuss, I guess, a part two to a video that I recently did on YouTube called, Is Physical Therapy School Worth It? I have to be honest with you, I haven't done a specific video just for YouTube in a hot minute. This video got a lot of action. 3,000 views in the first 36 hours. I'm doing this podcast uh, a few days after seeing that. And you know, I have some thoughts about some of the comments, lots of the action, people saying that this is now should be the video that every single pre-physical therapy student watches. I truly believe it's every single video that any person going to college should watch. You know, is college worth it? Is physical therapy school worth it? I did a lot of breakdown. If you want to see the video, we'll have it linked somewhere uh, in the description of this podcast, or if you're watching this on YouTube, look in the top right-hand corner. Uh, and I want to talk about some of the kind of, I don't want to say backlash, because most of the things that have been said have been positive. And I'm very, you're, you're all very welcome. I'm very thankful to have um, been able to do the research and to bring that video to you. My ask is just to share it out with people so that they know what they're getting into if they decide to continue to go into this profession. But there's a couple of things that I actually want to discuss. Okay. As soon as I did a video, I shared the video in places on social media that I contribute. One of the places that I contribute to on social media is uh, a few Facebook groups, my personal Facebook groups that I own. And then, uh, groups that I contribute to, like the doctor physical therapy student group. The first comment that I got once I posted that video was from someone. This is such a common comment that you get from healthcare professionals that think this way. And the person said, look, not every single one of us is going into a profession trying to become rich. Okay. As long as you do something that you love, it really doesn't matter. The money is a backseat. Let me tell you, that's one of the most irresponsible things that anyone could say. Okay. Now you all know that I'm a biblical guy and I know this, I know that Romans 13 chapter seven, or sorry, Romans chapter 13, verse seven says, pay to all what is owed to them. Taxes to whom taxes are owed, revenue to whom revenue is owed, debt to whom debt is owed, respect to whom respect is owed, honor to whom honor is owed. Okay. And the crazy part about it is that you'll get someone commenting like that, and then all these people agree with this person or love their comment. But then at the same token, you get people that are now leaving physical therapy because they can't pay back their loans, because they feel like the amount of work they're having to put in, uh, they're not even able to pay their you know, monthly expenses, much less even their student loans. So listen, let me tell you something. You have a responsibility that if you're going to take out $100,000, $200,000 worth of loans, even $50,000 worth of loans, you better figure out how you're going to pay that thing back. And the best way that you can figure that out is figure out how you can generate uh, money and money that is different than the averages that we are getting in this profession. Proverbs 22.7 says, the rich rules over the poor 
and the borrower is the slave of the lender. And whether you want to acknowledge these things or not, that's the way that this game works. They want you to stay in debt. They want you to have compound interest work against you. I want compound interest to work for me. And it took me many years to get it to work for me. And now that it's working for me, I don't ever want to go back to it working against me. So the fact that we're not even looking at debt, the fact that we're not even actively asking, how do I actually double, triple, quadruple my income so that this actually this actually works for me, this return on investment works in my favor sooner rather than later is just irresponsible. Okay, so please don't be that person. All right. So the next thing was people ask me, what should the debt to income ratio be if I decide to go to PT school and when will it actually be worth it? So just to give you an idea, what does debt to income ratio mean? So basically, most people will say the debt to income ratio should be one to one, meaning that if you have $100,000 worth of debt, you should be making $100,000 a year. Okay. I don't really believe that. I believe that, you know, you have to decide first what your lifestyle to be. Because if I want my lifestyle to, if my lifestyle is going to be at $50,000 a year and I'm making, I'm taking home $100,000 a year, which means I'm probably, you know, my salary is $120,000 a year. Well, that return on investment is great because my lifestyle is at $50,000 a year. I'm making $100,000 a year. That means that I'm not only able to, uh, pay for what my cost of living is, but I have $50,000 additional that I can put to things that will maybe initially pay off my debt, but then after it will be able to generate money for me uh, and generate money for me like when there's 401ks or stocks or it's real estate or this or that. Okay, that makes sense. But here's the problem, and this is the thing that I found from doing the research. In physical therapy and most professions in healthcare, there is no ascension. So if your cost of living is 65,000 and you're making 65,000 coming out of school and you're not ascending, well, does this ROI make sense at all? Probably not, okay? Is is there any debt to income that makes sense? Probably, I I mean, I don't know. It it really depends on what your lifestyle needs to be. I think the question we should be asking is how do I make the ROI and how do I actually ascend in the field of physical therapy or in the field of dietetics and nutrition or in the field of occupational therapy? And then the debt to income ratio could be different. For instance, for me, I charge for my business coaching programs. I charge as much as 30 to $50,000 to work with me a year. But the deal is, is that I know that if people actually implement the things that I'm telling them to do in their business, I know that that ROI for them could be 10 to one. Meaning that I have proof of people that have been able to put the things that I've told them into play that are now making a year, some people making a million, 1.5, even two plus million dollars a year. I know that because I have the proof in my results. So I know that, yeah, you might pay me $50,000, but I know that it could give you 10, 15, up to 20 to one ROI. What is physical therapy school giving you? That's the question you have to ask. And if you aren't able to ascend, then does it even make sense? Is this a profession that you want to go into? Now, what I want to tell you is that you can ascend, 
but you have to be willing to do things differently than the things that you learned in school. Here was another thing that was brought up. Um, I'm going to go into another profession and that's going to solve my problems. You know, people have to understand basic economics. Now, it's so funny because when I uh, went into physical therapy school, there were uh, all these prerequisites. Like you had to do chemistry one and two. You had to do physics one and two. Uh, you actually had to do statistics. But you know what's crazy? There should be like a basic economics that you have to understand. Okay. The lack of ascension in our profession is just basic economics. That's all it is. And when people are saying, I'm going to go into another profession, it's going to solve my problems. If you don't understand basic economics, then that's going to make your problem even worse. So I'm probably going to do this in a separate YouTube video, but please just understand this. There's only three things that could be manipulated in economics of business and just trading um, skills for money or services for money. Okay. Three things. One is the amount. It's the amount of customers that you see. Number two, it's a frequency that you see customers. And number three is the price. So if I decide, let's just make this simple. Hopefully you all can follow this on a podcast. If I have 10 customers, I don't change the amount of customers. I have, I see those customers once a week. Okay. And I have 10 customers. That means that I'm going to see those customers for a total. If I see them once a week for four weeks, I'm going to see them for 40, 40 visits for the month. Okay. So if I want to increase my revenue and if I'm not, I'm, there's no way I'm going to see any more customers. There's no way I'm going to see them more than one time per week. The only way that I can tweak my revenue and I can increase my revenue is if I change the price. Here is the problem for 95% of you. You are in a position where you cannot manipulate your price. If you work for a clinic, if you work for a nursing home, if you work for a home health agency, you are not in control of manipulating the price of services. Someone else is in control of that. It does not make sense for them to increase the price, right? Like it just doesn't make sense for them. Insurances, it doesn't make sense to give you more because, well, if they give you more, they're going to get less. So, and they understand that they're in control and the provider is not in control. So it doesn't make sense. So if you don't want to increase the amount of people that you see, you don't want to see them more and we can't change the price. Well, you are stuck. So if you can't change the price, that means the only thing that you can manipulate is you seeing more people or you increasing the frequency that you see people, which wears you out. Now, the reason why in that thread and when I did that whole you know, video presentation, the reason why there were some people that made $220,000 a year and they were super happy with their physical therapy degree and some people make sixty dollars or $50,000 a year or $70,000 and they're not happy and the person that's making $220,000 a year is seeing half of what the person that makes fifty dollars or $60,000 a year is because the person that makes $220,000 a year is working for themselves. And they are able to manipulate one of those three things, which is the price or the amount or the frequency. In their case, most of them just manipulated the price. They manipulated the price. So they're not taking insurance. Okay, great. Here's what I'm going to do. Instead of charging $70 or $80, I'm going to charge $150 or $200 or $300 or whatever. That's it. 
Okay, if they're in control, all right, I'm not going to manipulate my price anymore. Cool. I'm going to create services that actually allow more frequency of people to come in. Either I'm going to do it or I'm going to hire other people to do it for me. Okay, I don't want to change the frequency. Cool. Let me just change the amount. I'm going to still have people come in once a week, but instead of having 10 people come in, I'm going to have 10 people that come in and see me. I'm going to have 10 people that come in and see another therapist. I'm going to have 10 people that actually use one of our other online services and I make more money. It's basic economics, and they should be teaching you that in graduate school so that you can actually empower yourself to say, wow, there actually are ways for me to be able to make $150,000 a year or $200,000 a year or $300,000 a year. There's many ways to make this degree work for you, but you have to understand those things. So anyways, I just wanted to use today's episode to talk about those things. Please, if you have any thoughts, hit me up on Instagram, hit me up on Facebook, hit me up, you know, wherever. I would love to hear your thoughts of this, but I really want things to change for the better. Till next time. Hey, Wealth Creator, I want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Wealth Code Secrets Podcast. Now, can I ask you a couple favors, please? Okay, number one, can you like and subscribe to this podcast so you never miss another episode? We'll notify you every single time a new one comes up. Number two, can you leave us a rating and a review, please, on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever? And, And you know, while you're doing it, let me just tell you the things to say. Tell them how amazing I am. And more importantly, tell them how amazing you are. There you go. Okay. And then number three, if you haven't seen the video version to this podcast, you can go over to youtube.com forward slash Greg Todd PT, and you can see the video version. We got all types of cool stuff in there and you're going to love it. All right. Thank you so much again. And remember, let's make your days count till next time.